Hi, and welcome to Ace Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's in Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Matt Kawahara, and today I'm joined by Fran Reardon, manager of the A's AAA affiliate Las Vegas Aviators. Reardon also managed the A's alternate site group that just completed its one-month run in Stockton. He'll tell us who stood out at the alternate site and discuss the return of minor league baseball after its hiatus in 2020 amid the pandemic. Fran Rudin, thanks a lot for joining us. I, you guys have just uh, wrapped up the alternate site group uh, where you've been in Stockton for the last month and uh, working with a lot of the players that were sort of serving as depth there for the uh, for the major league team if needed. Um, now getting ready to, to kick off the minor league season. Glad we're going to have one again. Um, but I, first of all, just if you could explain or describe, what was it like to, to manage this, this alt site group this year? Obviously, it was a little different than last season with the ability to play games and everything like that. But um, how would you describe just the atmosphere of working with that group? Well, it was a, it was a really good atmosphere. We had a really good group of, of guys that were there, um, guys that were hungry to get their work in, guys that, you know, were ready to compete every day. It, it was a different scenario than the all-site last year in San Jose due to the fact that we were able to play Sacramento's all-site, which is only about a 45-minute drive up the uh, I-5 there. Mm-hmm. And that added a little bit more competition to the outside this year, and guys were able to face other pitching. And not only that, they were able to face pitching that they're going to see in the regular season, and the pitchers were able to, to see the hitters that they're going to see in the regular season, um, especially since we start off with six games against Sacramento. So, you know, it was a combination of competing in the exhibition games versus the, the, the Giants outside, and and also getting the, getting work in on the on the off days where we didn't play games, and you know making sure guys were ready to be uh, called up and go produce at the major league level. There, were, in talking to some of the guys who were at the alternate site uh, last season in San Jose, um, they said it was actually a really valuable experience for them because even though there was you know the, the there was no minor league season, and obviously a lot of guys missed the opportunity to play in games. They did have a chance to sort of work on uh, work on things that they felt they needed to work on without maybe the um, sort of the day to day. I don't know if pressure is the right word, but just you know playing regularly. Um, they were able to kind of really hone in on on certain things uh, that they wanted to work on. And I was wondering if, if that's something that you uh, how you guys tried to manage that both uh, both that last year and then how maybe that aspect of it was different, if at all, uh, this spring. Well, it was a little bit different because last year we had such a, a varied age group. You know, we had really young players and Tyler Soderstrom and, and Robert Poisson and Brian Buelvas. And then we had some guys that had been around for a long time and, you know, had a lot of, whether it was big league or triple A experience, um, you know, guys that were 31, 32 years old. So that's a huge age, age gap. And uh, I think for the younger players, it was a fantastic experience just being around the older veteran players who have, you know, proven that they have what it takes to get to the major league level. And uh, I, I think that those guys learned a lot. And to the veterans' credit, they certainly did everything they could to help out the younger players. And, uh, yeah, like you said, working on things that, you know, you need to improve your game, whether you're a pitcher, position player, whether you're working on something defensively. You had the ability to do that with the freedom of knowing that, you know, the, the numbers didn't count. You You could – try different swings or try different approaches or work on a new pitch or try something new defensively without the uh, 
ramifications where if that adjustment didn't work and you didn't like that adjustment, you didn't have to go through an 0 for 10 or you didn't have to give up five runs in an inning just to see that it didn't work and have those numbers count. And I think it gave guys the freedom to explore their games a little bit and explore their expectations of who they want to be as players. And I, I think it really benefited the younger guys quite a bit. This year was a little bit different because it was more of a, a veteran-type group that was trying to get ready to either start the AAA season or try to you know, do a, everything they could to be ready to go produce at the major league level. So that was the main focus of this year's outside in Stockton. And I think both last year and this year, the groups we had at the alternate sites really, really worked hard and came to work every day with a, a focus and a game plan of how they were going to get better that day and how they were going to get ready for the season. In terms of players who were uh, coming back after maybe not having too much, and maybe this was something that was uh, was a little bit more visible um, in, in spring, although I know minor league camp is still going. Did, did you have any players that were um, coming back from – you know, not really having much experience last season. And, and did you notice any just kind of rust from the layoff? You know, I, I, I think for the most part that even the guys that weren't invited to the outside last year, so they really kind of lost an entire season. They had a little extra motivation to keep their bodies in shape, to work on things at home that they could work on, to come into spring training this year with, number one, uh, being physically fresh, and number two, having that hunger because of the, the lack of minor league season last year to, to come in and you know do everything they could to showcase their talent so that they can make a ball club. And I, I think that uh, I think that you're going to see a really good brand of baseball throughout the minor leagues this year because you know people people were hurt that there was no season last year, and, and they I, I think they did everything they could in the off season to make sure that they were ready to go. And I think we saw that in, in Major League Spring Training. And I, I think we, we saw it at the alt site. And I'm excited to see what these guys can do. I'm just kind of curious what the, uh, what the alt site games were like. Um, I know in Sacramento you were able to play in front of some fans. Um, at Stockton they, they weren't allowing fans. I was actually at one of those games and it was, you know, a basically, you know, empty stadium. Uh, but the, the baseball was... Uh, was high quality and going on there. Uh, but in terms of just uh, the atmosphere for you guys and maybe even the travel going to Sacramento, I think some of the uh, um, the normal things that you do on a, on, a, on a trip where you're going to a stadium and, you know, you have the clubhouse and everything, that wasn't quite the – my understanding is that wasn't quite the situation this year just because of uh, the COVID protocols and everything. So what, was the, what were the game days like? What was the game experience like? Well, that's interesting because, you know, we, we couldn't use the facilities at Sacramento. And we ended up uh, playing most of our games at Sacramento with some fans in attendance, which was very refreshing and kind of gave the guys a, a little glimpse of, you know, playing in front of fans again and what a, a regular season feels like again. So that, that, was, that was refreshing and that was very nice. Uh, as far as what we did for game days, we would just do all of our work in the morning in Stockton and then whether uh, – players and staff drove separately in their own vehicles or took the team bus to Sacramento, you know, we would come in full uniform, like, you know, American Legion style growing up that everyone's familiar with and get off the bus, get your arms loose and uh, strap it on and get ready to go. So it was, it was just kind of, 
you know, taking you back to your summer baseball days where you come in full uni and, you know, you're, you're ready to go. And the only difference is it's a very high level of baseball that these guys were, were going into every day. And I think the guys had fun with it. And I think the, the guys got a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of good reps out of it. Yeah, did that make it uh, – I was going to ask if that made it a little more fun or a little more relaxed. Uh, obviously, you know, there's there's the um, the, the importance of, of these games and of staying ready and knowing that the season is coming up, but just to have that atmosphere, that was kind of kind of refreshing. Yeah, absolutely. And the, you know, the guys felt it. You know, they, they see their names on the scoreboard and, you know, they, they hear fans booing them. If you're in Sacramento, if you, you did something good. And, you know, just, just different steps and different things that – uh, kind of resemble normalcy again, which is what these players and the, our coaches kind of crave, um, just like everyone else in the country and everyone else in the world, just trying to get back to a sense of normalcy and trying to do things that they're used to doing and you know have a lot of passion for doing. Who uh, who stood out to you during these uh, during the outside games? I'm sure there was you. you played quite a few so there was probably um guys popping up here or there but um if there were one or two or a few uh players who kind of stood out over that month you know it it depended on it depended on the time um you know we, we had some some players that had really good consistent alt sites throughout um edwin diaz I, I think had a really nice alt site um austin allen i think he made a lot of strides you know going back and forth between a taxi squad and the alt site and the work he was able to do and the at-bats that he was starting to have. Um, Grant Holmes and, and James Caprillion, I thought, both did a really good job through the the entire outside as far as getting their work in, building up their workload. And I, I think I have to mention Paul Blackburn, who showed a real uptake in velocity and someone that I think is, is poised for a breakout year. Uh, what, uh, what kind of uptick in velocity are you talking about? Well, you know, I've been with Paul for a lot of years now, and, and he's he's always been a guy that's pitched in the 90 to 92 range with his fastball, and he's he's worked really hard and done a lot of things to try to get that velocity up a little bit. And you know, his last outing against Sacramento, he was up to 95, 96, and that's that's quite a jump in in velocity for someone who's been around for 10 years in the game. And uh, it was just kind of kind of neat to see Paul work as hard as he did to try to get that velocity where he wanted it to be and where he knows it plays at the major league level and to see that work ethic and what he put into it. So that was, that was kind of exciting. We'll be back with more with Fran Reardon right after this. And remember, you can access all of our ACE coverage and much more with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Go to sfchronicle.com slash pod. That's sfchronicle.com slash pod. You mentioned Edwin Diaz too, and uh, I wanted to uh, go back to him because um, that's a guy actually in spring. Uh, Bob Melvin mentioned after one of the Cactus League games that he thinks uh, Diaz is a guy that they they might be able um, they might see in Oakland at some point. Uh, and I think Bob said that he actually told that to Diaz was, "Hey, I, we expect to see you in, in Oakland at some point." And and this is a guy who's been in the system for a good long time and kind of worked his way up um but from your perspective what what is it that has kind of allowed him to maybe make another step or what what, what is it that he needs to kind of do to, to maybe fulfill that potential well i, I think he, he took some major steps towards fulfilling that potential in 2019 he had a great year in midland and he was one of the guys that that really lost his entire season last year but 
came to spring training this year, uh, a much more physical player. You know, he put on some muscle. He put on some strength. Uh, he's always been a gifted defender, and, you know, his his ability to play third, second, short. I mean, he's played first base. He could probably play all three outfield positions. He's such a great athlete. But the way he defends is something that is really special. And the fact that he's putting together the ability to drive the baseball to all fields and have an approach when he goes up there and, and lay off some breaking balls that I've seen him chase before in the past, uh, I think he's positioned himself to you know, be ready to have an impact at the major league level. Um, you mentioned also uh, James Caprillion, who is uh, obviously a guy who's briefly up with the A's last season and um, is has had to work through some injuries, but I think he's still viewed as, as a, a pitcher with a lot of, of potential. Uh, if you could kind of just describe what his outings were like this spring, obviously we didn't get to see too many, but um, but how, how just how was he throwing a role? I mean, he was aggressively attacking the strike zone, and his, his arsenal um, – is is pretty electric he's got really good stuff um he's got a lot of confidence he he's got a lot of compete out there and you combine that with his ability to throw strikes and his ability to pound the strike zone uh consistently he just he just really pitched well and i know he's a guy that's hungry to to get another major league level and i i think it's coming for chance Curious, uh, we had heard uh, that um, Dalton Jeffries had to be shut down at some point there uh, with uh, either a biceps or shoulder or something in there in uh, injury, and um, not sure if there is any update there. But before that, um, how had he been throwing, and is there any sort of prognosis on when he might be able to get going for you guys in, at the AAA site? Yeah, Dalton's—he's throwing the ball again, and he's—he's uh, he's feeling good. He did have a little bicep tenderness, a little tendonitis in there that he just needed to rest a little bit, have it calm down. Um, he's back in Arizona now, so he can get built back up. And I don't think it's going to take him long, um, just because he was feeling so good the last couple times he threw at the alt site. So he just needs to get built up a little bit, so he can come in and you know have have a positive impact uh, not only on us but just keep getting better and have another opportunity at the big leagues but his outings were were clean everyone knows that dalton's a strike thrower he's got um very very good stuff as well and i think it'll be great for him to get back to throwing live and back to competing at triple a level so he can show everyone that he deserves another chance in the major leagues did you guys uh, get Buddy Reed back during the the alternate site games? I, I, we'd seen that he's on the AAA roster, but obviously was shut down in spring training uh, after having a pretty good start to spring training um, with a, a, I believe it was a groin injury or a, some some kind of leg injury. Um, but was he back for the alt site games, or is he just going to get going when the AAA season starts up? No, he he came back for the final ten days of the alt site, so he got four or five games in under his belt. He got to have some live at bats, and you know coming back from rehabbing it it was a, a little quad injury that he had and coming back and rehabbing in arizona and then coming to the outside i think he's got enough at bats underneath his belt to you know hit the, hit the ground running when we start our season on uh, on the sixth and hopefully have a great year uh, just two other guys who uh, are not on the AAA roster, but were at the outside were the um, two young infielders, uh, Logan Davidson, Nick Allen, um, both of whom we saw extensively in spring training. But wondered how that kind of carried over to their uh, their outside games. Both both of those guys, Logan and, and Nick, were fantastic. Not only in uh, 
major league spring training where I thought they both competed well. I thought they held their own. I thought they had some, some really great moments in major league spring training, but to be able to carry it over to the outside and perform and compete against, you know, triple a major league competition. Um, they not only held their own, but they, they, and they, they got better as the at-bats went on and, you saw them making adjustments with their approach. You saw them making adjustments with their thought process and what they were trying to get out of their at-bats. Um, just because they, they're they starting in Midland, uh, you know, doesn't mean that they weren't ready to, to compete at the AAA level. Um, and I, I, I think that because of their ability and their desire to get to the major leagues, they're going to be in AAA before you know it here. It's significant just in, in that, you know, neither – Logan was drafted in 2019. I don't think Nick Allen had played above a ball before um, before last uh, year when when the minor league season shut down. So these are two guys who don't really have uh, too much minor league experience. But um, from what you're saying, it sounds like they were able to still make progress um, even without sort of the the normal steps that would you would go through in, in terms of playing minor league games. Is that is that the case? And is there something to be said for that? Even um, maybe offsetting some of the effects of, of losing last season? Absolutely. And, and Logan and Nick were two guys that were at the outside of San Jose last year that I think got a, a tremendous amount out of the experience. And just because they didn't have an actual full season, but they they were able to benefit from the guys that were at the outside and, you know, learned a lot from the older players and got their at-bats in and, and did a lot of things defensively that they could work on and continue to work on. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that those guys weren't able to have a season last year, even though that's true, you know, from the outside looking in. But they sure did get a lot better, and it was certainly fun to watch them not only at the outside last year, but in Major League Spring Training, going into the outside this year. So they're going to be two guys to keep an eye on as they start their uh, season in Double A. So for you uh, last year, what was it like to go a year without? really managing a, a game uh obviously the cancellation of the minor league season and it's affected a lot of people but um even though you were working with with players still and and still had to run that uh the alternate side group um just the lack of of actual game to game day-to-day experience was that a kind of just a strange uh strange experience for you yeah, a lot of emotions you know it, it was hard it's something that i've done for you know, 20 years and, and the players as well, doing it for so many years, our coaching staff, um, you, you know, not to have a regular season, but, uh, you know, you have the feeling of uh, being grateful that you can be a part of the alternate site, that you can be a part of these guys, you know, progression and, and development and, and doing everything that you can from a staff side to get them better. Um, you know, it was, it was hard to, it was hard to look at anything in a negative light just because if you put things in perspective, what's going on in the world, you just had to feel very fortunate that you were in a safe place, that the major league baseball did a good job of putting protocols in place that made you feel safe and uh, the, the testing that was involved and just, uh, just being a part of something that, you know, hopefully never happens again in the history of, of baseball as far as alternate sites. Hmm. But having having a, a place to go to to still work, you know, whether it was a regular season or not, we were still working. And I think everyone, both players and staff alike, were appreciative of that. 
What uh, what would you say you were looking to looking forward to the most? Uh, getting back to um, you know to managing and, to, and starting up a minor league season here. Just the competition aspect. You know, we're here in Las Vegas. We have our first workout today. Um, getting back to playing in front of the fans here in Las Vegas. Uh, we created a lot of momentum in 2019 with the, the the season that we had here and the quality of team that we had here and. You know, just, just getting back to playing baseball that matters, playing in front of fans, whether it's home or on the road. And for the players, just knowing that, you know, hey, I'm back competing to get back to the major leagues. I'm competing to get to the major leagues for the first time, whatever the case is for the players. And I think that, that that's what I'm looking forward to most, you know, telling guys that they're going to the major leagues, whether it's the first time or they're going back to, to help the club just to, to have that opportunity again and to, to manage games that matter is going to be very refreshing and it's going to be a great experience. I did just want to ask that uh, you touched on it a little bit, but there were a couple of guys that, uh, that, you know, were sent up from the all site last year and uh, was wondering if you still tried to make that special for, for any of them, just even though the, the circumstances were so weird, what you did to, to try to still make that a special experience. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no matter no matter what the case is, again, everything was uncharted waters. Mm-hmm. You know, sending a guy up from the alternate site to the big leagues for the first time. You know, I'd never done that. <laughs> and I, I think that, uh, you know, between myself and Ed Sprague and Bobby Crosby and all of the guys that were at the alternate site staff-wise, if we were going to send a guy up to the major leagues for the first time, it, we still wanted to make it a special experience for him. And, you know, it's, it's something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. So it's... Uh, it's something that we, we put thought into and we try to make it as, as good of experience as possible. Were there any particular ones that were specifically, I think, uh, you know, Caprillian having, having spent so much time in the minors and gone through so much with the injuries. Um, he, uh, he said that his, his, uh, message from you guys was, was pretty special, but I was wondering uh, what exactly you did there. <laughs> well, we were watching the natural one night as a, as a coaching staff, there was four or five of us, you know, watching the natural, on a, a projector and you know we we got the word the cap was going to go up and there was a scene in the natural that basically says that hey kid you've, you've made it to the big leagues and uh we we brought cap down and and spray queued up the moment of the movie where you know the the, the kid realized that he was in the big leagues and had asked him if he'd ever seen the movie and said, Hey, we've got this scene that we want you to see. And and we, we showed him the scene and uh, he got it right away. And it was a a good moment for him and a a good way to send him to the big leagues for the first time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It sounds like you'll probably have a lot more opportunities to do creative stuff this year. (laughs) I sure hope so, man. Well, friend, thanks so much for taking out the time. I really appreciate it. Okay. My pleasure. Our thanks again to Fran Rudin for joining us on Ace Plus. Our producers today were G. Allen Johnson and King Kaufman. We'll be back with more soon on Ace Plus. Thanks for listening.